0: This is Tales of Swordfall.
1: Episode 23, Ash and Smoke.
2: In his defense... He did not ask for this curse. From what I understand, I had an axe run through me. And this necklace came attached to him once he found it. In the same build.
1: Mayor Billio, just gives you this look. And he leans in toward your direction. So you were traveling with the cursed man knowingly, and you took him to a civilized town.
2: It doesn't always, it, it has a trigger. It doesn't always, it isn't always in effect. The slightest thing sometimes, well, no, I wouldn't say that. Sometimes it just randomly starts off. He's usually good, ninety percent of the time, and the one percent usually is something that we can manage pretty easily.
3: And Nark's
4: just like putting his face in his hand, and like, "Are you trying to help me or not?" Have you ever? But so he heard- look back up at, at,
3: Bill- at O and be like, "Sorry, sorry, he's gonna shut up."
1: Have you ever handled a poisonous snake egg? It's harmless at first. It does not hurt anyone at first. And then it hatches. So you willingly brought a crate full of poisonous snake eggs into our town.
2: No, that's not exactly right.
1: It was a metaphor.
2: Uh... The curse didn't always... It didn't always trigger. Most... I've only seen it trigger once or twice, and that's in the several... Month in a span of... How long have we been traveling together, Nork?
1: Um, Technically, you guys have only been traveling for like two weeks. Yeah, it's about that.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna exaggerate it. I'd say within... A year or so, maybe? Oh. Wow.
1: Deception roll, please. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, twenty-four. Um Wait, why do you have plus nine on the third? Ran is now a rogue. Wow. wow. Yeah, just I'm a great
2: liar.
3: Well done.
1: All all the mayors uh from all the different towns uh start discussing to themselves in low murmurs. And uh you can hear Apparently, this hall has a clock. The clock just kind of ticking past. It starts getting a little intense, (laughs) and talking about intense, we're gonna go back to the refugee camp.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Ah,
0: that was bad, but good. That was so bad. I'm I'm
4: the right kind of tired for that. I was like, Yay! Good job. Uh
1: That's how I'm feeling. So, it looks like progress is being made to uh, maintain the fires. Another um question, Jim. Oh, go ahead. Am I
4: teaching Khalees how to put out fires or trying to keep her from catching on fire? That I've... is a very good question.
1: Either way, that sounds like an animal handling. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright, I was like, oh yeah, I tried to pawn her off on some witches, but they said, no, you deal with it. I was like, oh, okay.
1: Woo. So, which one is it? Telling her to stay away or telling her to put it out?
4: If she. So, basically, what Care would try to do, if Kalise could catch on to trying to put it out, that would be amazing. But if Kalise wasn't getting it quickly enough, because he's trying to actually put out the fire as his main priority, not teaching an Albert baby how to put out fires, then it would be trying to keep Kalise from catching on fire
1: khalese khalese is kind of getting this actually uh even though her eyes aren't quite focusing on the patches where she's like you know putting dirt on and like stomping She like
4: digging at it like a dog or something like how how would an owl like she's not only an owlbear baby but also a runt owlbear baby yeah um how is this bear putting out this fire
1: man just switching the tables here aren't you uh i imagine since uh she is a four-legged creature she is like making a giant hole and uh making sure the dirt is getting on top of the coals and then she's mm. just kind of like rolling on top of the fresh dirt hmm. which could be a way to catch her on fire um mantis the- i mean, you see in the distance this uh, elf playing with an owl bear, but apparently they're putting out fires. <laughs> uh,
0: I am impressed by the owl bear and less impressed by the elf.
1: As as a but dwarf would be. Definitely
0: impressed by the owl
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. You can see that like a few more like uh, mercenaries are here. Definitely, since there's like a Goliath here and an Elf, you know, especially the Goliath towering above everyone. Um, and your uh, traveling companion Ash is uh, doing an- actually, Ash, give me a survival roll. Let's just see if you're like putting the fires out in such a way that it's actually helping either put out or um, control the fires.
3: All right. <laughs> yeah, that was okay.
1: Okay. Uh, roll me, roll me a d20, just for curiosity's sake. All right, here.
3: Let's
1: see. Yeah, you're you're doing okay. I mean, I, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of like untrained people doing uh fire brigades and stuff, and you know, if they weren't getting in your way, you'd probably do a lot better job. Or at least right, that's what right. you can tell yourself.
3: <laughs> that's their camp, burning. You know, I'm not gonna get in their way. If they're in my way, then that's on them.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so like how how are you uh picking out the spots that you're uh controlling the uh flames at?
3: Um I'm gonna try and get to the worst of it, um with my uh my natural fire resistance and my natural or my spell that can uh control the flames. And uh, kind of get to the worst of it, uh, and then let them, with the buckets, kind of get what's, whatever's left, you know?
4: Well, you noticed uh, the elf and the bear. I think we decided to call it a kit, like a fox for some reason. Um, the elf would be kind of slinking around, tiptoeing around, very roguelike, obviously. Uh, <laughs> 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 like... He's not just like stomping away like oh I'm here to save the day. He's like doop 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 dirt.
0: I I like to imagine Mantis is just kinda holding like the bucket under one arm and like standing next to Ash while he's doing all the work.
4: (laughs) Yep, I'm holding this bucket. I'm I'm helping
0: pointing like, Oh yeah, no, get the fire over there.
4: (laughs) Takes a sip of the water.
1: Sugar, you, you I'd, can... oh. I'd be
4: out on the I'd be on like wherever there'd be the least amount of people and trying to like stop the fire from spreading outward and keep pushing it back it'd be like in some little nook that they forgot about or something probably
1: cool um anyone anyone roll me a uh, 1d4 hmm. oh no oh no no, actually, this one's good good <laughs> uh so, with your help, the help of the three communities that are being refugees here and the actual townspeople uh it only takes you about an hour to maintain the fire to enough that it's not gonna start up any more fires anymore.
0: nice my
1: uh supervision clearly worked <laughs> clear, clearly worked. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, like, uh, after it, people are, uh, given their rations of water. And, um, you're also given rations of water. Uh, they offer it to you. Oh. Yep. Uh, yeah, Uh. Mantis, this, this halfling has, like, a little, um, like, cup of water for you, because you have worked so hard. (laughs) i uh
0: i take the cup of water and i i hand them the bucket
1: back instead and um same thing happens to ash
3: i'll uh take the cup and stick take a swig of it and uh i guess uh hand it back so thank you kindly
1: okay and the uh same thing happens to tyrker he's
4: gonna totally do the weird thing of like taking a sip of the water and then like spitting it into the owlbear's mouth
2: (laughs)
1: hunched (laughs) over all awkwardly yep and all of you give me a constitution saving throw Uh
0: uh-oh
4: no constitution
0: i'd like to drink the water oh yeah you didn't drink the
1: water so you're fine uh
4: I'm going to drink the water after I give Kalise the water. So. Okay. Yep. yep.
1: Okay, you're I'm fine. Can
4: for Khalees as well?
1: Uh, Khalees can't really talk, so it doesn't really matter all that much. All right. But you notice <laughs> the around the people. You, yeah, you notice around <laughs> you. Um, like little tiffs are starting to fight out, like uh, spring up. You know, someone just says something that just sounds brutally honest, and another person takes offense and then says something back, and uh, these, like, people start kind of fighting again. But this time, guards are trying to get in and separating the fights.
4: Jaker's gonna slink out of there. Like, get away from that conflict. Like, just got this goofy face and just like, come on, Glees. (laughs) <laughs> did I uh,
3: <laughs> notice the Did the water taste funny, or did I notice any sort of connection
1: there? Um, well, there is there is some cause and effect. It looked like, uh, but you can roll me um arcane or medicine to see if you could make even a uh, stronger connection there.
2: <laughs>
3: nope.
1: No, uh, yeah, I mean, people are probably just sore and cranky after putting out fires. Who knows?
4: And so, the refugees uh, too.
0: Mantis, Let's she would have just, you know, after the halfling walked away, dumped the water <laughs> like out, like on the ground. Um and after she notices like all the rioting, you know, standing there near ash. Uh you know, I think we should go. Uh, They're gonna burn their town down again.
3: Maybe. But, uh, I mean, that ten gold would be look nice in my pocket, tell you what.
0: Okay, let's get paid and get out of here. There's something wrong with the water here.
3: Ash kind of, uh, <laughs> had kind of just shrugged off whatever it was and didn't tell what it was. It was just kind of, like, shrugs his shoulders like, sounds good. <laughs>
1: Yep, doing clearly the most illogical thing. Um, you don't see um, oh god, was his name Lottie? I think it was. Yeah, you don't see the guy who um uh who promised to uh, pay you uh, right away. Um, you can try to stop and ask people, maybe people who aren't like trying to start up fights. Um, there are a few, quite a few who are, you know trying to defuse situations, so they look like they haven't been, uh, quite affected.
0: Uh, yeah. I'll just ask... I'll ask around to
1: try and find, uh, Lottie. Okay, uh, give me an investigation roll. Let's just see how well this goes. Okay. 14. Uh, 14. Yeah, it takes you a few people, um, you know... One's like, oh, who's Lottie? I don't know who Lottie is. Uh, And, you know, there's there's enough people who are, like, from out of town that are trying to stay here who, you know, I either vaguely know where he is, but you finally get a firm and definite answer that this man is um, helping figure out things in the uh, city hall where all the town's mayors are. at right now apparently there is some kind of trial going on
0: uh after every person i have to go to to talk you know after the first one i'm just like rolling my eyes until i get an answer uh and nice. then uh after i figure it out uh i just go to ash and i'm like we need to go to the town hall
3: all right uh i don't know five noticed abuses
1: they uh, they would have they would have given you directions to the town hall.
3: Okay, we know the way. All right. Yeah. Then, uh let's go.
0: Yeah, we're totally just going to go to the town hall.
1: Yep, and uh you start going to the town hall <coughs> and uh it seems like there's a uh small audience who are uh standing by the doors uh trying to listen in what's happening.
4: Could Tinker try to slip in through that audience? Oh, oh, Or would oh, that def- be difficult? I
1: mean, you could, I mean, um, this is probably one of the few uh, freestanding buildings in the uh, actual town. Uh, they, It looks like they've made it to accommodate, like, full-size people. So mm-hmm. if you want to just kind of slip in, uh, that would be either a stealth or uh, some kind of dexterity check
4: i can do stealth he would basically be trying to do the whole like concert move up through the crowd slash slip in the building in the easiest spot wherever he could see an easy way to get in because he knows that's where they were taking norik
1: yeah sure do
4: it stuff that goes 15 not terrible
1: no not terrible um once again like
4: a like an easy easy way in but
1: yeah um you know i'm just gonna say for easy sake uh mantis you notice that uh elf again he slipping through the crowd of these uh halflings and he's he's sort of kind of like making a path um that's not like closing instantly but he's definitely it looks like he's uh getting into the building
4: i'm probably holding calice out in front of me to like coax people out of my way and she's probably snapping at people or something. I don't know what she'd be yeah. doing. She's but... probably chewing and like... Hissing at the same time. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Just like, oh, and turn around and move aside. Oh, excuse me.
0: Uh, then I would imagine I'd try and sort of follow uh, his lead.
1: Yeah, and uh, oh, yeah.
0: Because we're just trying to get paid.
1: Yeah. Uh and Ash, do you uh, follow through this uh through the crowd?
3: I think uh Ash would stride confidently and boldly through just kind of uh pushing their way through rather than slipping through.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh since you are doing the option of pushing people through, uh give me an athletics. 18. Yeah, you are literally pushing people out of your way. Um, <laughs> i like,
3: trying to hurt them, but, like, I'm just, like, firmly grasping people's shoulders and moving them out of my way.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you probably hear a lot of, like, what? What? Oh. Ah. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, like, allowing themselves to, like, be guided by your hand on their shoulder. And um, before you guys... well, not before you guys know it, because it's pretty... You would know if you're entering a building or not um you go into the hall it's um it looks like a very human made hall it doesn't have some of the uh finery of um halfling architecture it, it's it's all kind of angled off on the inside it has like very high vaulted ce- ceilings um it's it's a little echoey i you probably aren't like very familiar with uh halfling habitats but uh this this doesn't sound like any of the stories that you've ever heard in your life uh there the is
4: carpenter's... Oops, huh? go ahead. i was gonna say the carpentry is probably pretty like iconically not half not halfling either
1: yeah uh... um and you can see that on uh one side of the um uh, hall there are a row of benches and uh, Nork is sitting there cuffed by Rayanne, who is very recognizable with her purple hair and her multiple coats. And uh, there is a, a small raised stage, kind of uh, front and center, where all the mayors are, and they have like comfy plush chairs. And uh, Lottie is actually up there on this uh, stage with them, and they're all uh, trying to have a semi-hushed conversation.
2: Uh Nork's gonna try
1: and hear what they're saying. Okay. Uh give me a perception.
2: I might wanna do one too. Oh, wait.
1: Okay, yeah, go for it.
2: Why not?
4: Not to be a bandwagon rider. <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of what Turker tries to do always. Okay. Do you mind if I also have yeah. a perception?
1: Go ahead. Oof Wow, that's even even better. <laughs> Does very well. You I, you. <laughs> if uh, Ashramantis even care, uh, they can try that too. Uh,
3: I guess I might might be curious. Perception.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seventy. Yeah, that's that's good enough. And like, you probably don't catch everything that everybody else hears. Um, who rolled higher than a one. Uh, but, uh, the conversation basically goes, um, the, the town of Longbarrow is trying to convince everybody that Nork is a troublemaker, that he has years of, like, mischief and violence under his belt, that he shouldn't be trusted, and they should throw the book at him and put him in prison for being such a miscreant uh but the other like the other um mayors are like well you know we don't know this kid and it sounds like you have personal beef against him um if only we could actually find a uh, find the supposedly cursed necklace that uh you know that he was wearing and actually verify that it's a magical cursed item then you know perhaps we'll give him the benefit of the doubt
4: wouldn't when they say that i'll i'll stand up taller and raise my hand up with my head down and kind of jingle the bag that has the necklace in it
2: um excuse me i think you want to take a look at this and
4: i I look to them like are they going to let me approach them
1: um definitely uh the mayor of longborough who i've continually forgot the name of i think it's
4: I already forgot it was goofy. It was yeah. like Bollio? Bill, Bill Billy Ba Bill, Bilio. No. There Bilio. we go. There we go. There it we go. was like Bilbo but slightly different. <laughs> and that made it hard to remember.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, mere um, billio uh gives you the scale. What what elf? What what do you want?
4: The name sticker,
1: thank you.
2: I
4: took the liberty of removing the necklace from Norwich when i had the chance and he goes up and i'm assuming there's some type of podium or table or something that they're at and i'll put that on there and open up the bag for them to see
1: uh yeah i mean uh there is definitely a like table they're all sitting around uh they all have like drinks on it it's Mm -hmm. mostly like uh it's like a Hobbit style panel,: Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know, some of them have sausages on plates and stuff, yeah. and yeah, you know, they look very comfortable up there on the stage. Got and...
4: leather, leather chairs and
1: oh yeah, yep. definitely, okay. and uh do you take it out of the like dump it out of the bag? I, don't, I do not
4: touch it, I do not take it out of the bag. I'm holding like the edges of the bag open, and I plopped it, like the weight of the amulet on the table, if that makes sense. So it's like its own little, it's on its own little bag, um, basically like a coin pouch-sized bag. And I'm like,
1: here. Uh, Mayor Delio just looks at you. It might be a bag full of rocks.
3: Uh, if I-, I heard about uh, the cursed item, I might uh, step a few steps forward and say, uh, Mayor, I think this is something I might be able to help you with
1: uh all the mayors look at you very interested but it seems like uh bilio is uh the most interested in this
4: and let me say let me say that i roll my eyes and i just flip the bag upside down with the ambulance plop on the table and then i step slightly back and diagonally for you to come up
3: Uh, so if i've been signaled to approach i'm gonna walk up uh and say uh I have some uh, abilities of the arcane nature, and if this item truly is cursed, I should be able to tell you. Um,
1: Yeah, and Mayor Billio looks a little confused, but you suddenly see Lottie, like, go down and he whispers something. More than likely, that's one of the volunteers. And um, Mayor Billio shakes his head and kind of gives you a wave, and "We'll, uh, we'll increase your pay if you do this right. And he kind of gives you this like little signal of, yeah, so it's not cursed, and just you know, so it's it's that dude, <laughs>
3: uh, I just had a quick question for the d m here, yes, um, would I have any material components for some of my spells, or would i do I still need to find those?
1: Um, usually, uh, if it's less than, uh, 50 gold, I tend to think you would have it on you.
3: Okay. Perfect.
1: Um, especially since you guys have probably, uh, like, just refreshed from a, uh, adventure or we're going to an adventure and you got sidetracked here.
3: Perfect. Um, if that is the case, then I will reach into a, a pouch and pull out an owl feather Uh, and wave it over the necklace and cast identify.
4: Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall.
2: consider listening to these podcasts.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John, and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast set in the world of Rivarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee, as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Pedukes Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in Dungeoneering, magical beasts, weapons and armor, puzzle solving, diplomacy, history of the world, and magical cause and effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll.
2: like, share, comment, and subscribe.